When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Busy three hour program lined up here on a Wednesday morning. In fact, in 15 minutes, our buddy Nigel Seeley is going to be on the program. He is live at the French Open. He'll give us some best bets that he has today on the card. And he has been uh, pretty damn hot, by the way, early on here in this tournament. So we can't wait to talk to him at that point. Tomorrow night, Paulie, we get game one of the NBA Finals. And as always, the people over at DraftKings have done an amazing job. The people coming up with these props, everything that you can bet uh, you know, I got lost on the app yesterday looking at all the options that they have. Yep. It's phenomenal. Um, you know, you can get into the, the leading point scorer of the game. I, they've also added something like this. The player with the highest scoring single game performance in the finals that you can bet on just by in one game. Which team is going to have the most points scored in the NBA finals? And by the way, when you look at the odds on the player to have the most points in any of the games in the series, of course, you're going to have Joker as the shortest shot on the board, he's plus 135. Jimmy Butler's plus 170. Murray is 2-1. to one. This isn't like the awards market where you can, uh, do you want to make a case for a, a player down on the list to win the award? That's not going to happen. We learned that with the Heat when Jimmy Butler got the award over Caleb Martin. But can you make the case for somebody else? Can you make the case for a Michael Porter at 25-1? to one? What if Caleb Martin's run continues here? He's 30-1 to one, to have the most points in any individual game. I, that I can't see. Uh, to me, it's only three guys. Okay. Joker, Murray, or Butler. I think Porter could have a huge series, though. I mean, because yeah. of his size, and you look at who the Heat are going to have to put on him, he could he could explode and go off. But the other stuff, it, it's just it's it's hilarious when you look at to lead the series in rebounds and assists that Joker is just priced out of this world. And again, he's a $3 favorite to be MVP, and he's $1.25 to average a triple-double during the series. He's averaging 23, 13, and 10 in the playoffs 
with eight triple doubles, six in the last eight games. So it, it does he go for 40? That's available, plus 145. Does he have 20 rebounds in a game? That's almost three to one. Will, will, will any Denver player score 50? That's 18 to one. But I just think a couple of things. He has destroyed Bam going back. And what if Bam gets in foul trouble? Well, then what do they do? And let's be honest here. It was not a very pretty series for Bam against the Celtics. And what is he really up against in that series? I mean, he's got to face Robert Williams and Al Horford. And I guess offensively for Bam, it wasn't easy yeah, for him. Right. But defensively, he's always been a really good defensive player. Right. Uh, this is not probably not going to go well for him. I mean, look at this. To get a double-double in Game 1, the Joker is minus $10, as he has to be. I mean, he's got to be priced to the moon, right? Yeah, yeah. And to get a triple-double, he's also... It's there's nothing. Actually, it's not. It's not. He's plus one twenty five, I think, in game one, isn't it? To have a triple double. Yeah, I'm pulling it up plus, right now. He's yeah. actually it's been it's been moving all over the board. Now he's yeah. even money. Could you actually make the case that there is some value at even money for him to get a triple double? As as dumb as that sounds, with how many times this guy actually throws one of those up? Oh, six of the last eight games. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and that's it. Might be. Uh, let's get everyone else involved. Uh, in game one, I don't think the rust is going to be a problem. Ten days off, uh, when you when a team has that kind of rest advantage, it's eight and one in game one at home going back. I don't think this series is going to go well for Miami. Uh, again, Denver has been disrespected the whole year. Dogs against the Suns, that never happens. The one seed and underdog in the second round, they've been phenomenal at home the whole year. You see how many different guys can score. I mean, they're. To me, virtually unbeatable and unstoppable when Gordon's knocking down shots yeah. and Pope is playing like he does. Uh, but then again, do you want to? You can't count out Spolster in the Heat. Evan Abrams tweeted they're the third team to win three straight series as dogs in the last 35 years. You're talking eight to one, small dog against the Knicks, and then four to one, five to one, uh, you know, in that range against the Celtics and to win a game seven on the road as well. But I just think this is a whole different animal here because the thing that st- jumps out to me. Uh, and talking to our guy Chad Anderson, Denver, is, is the size of the Nuggets. And just how big they are. And not to mention, it's just... It's, we know about the Celtics, but what the Celtics did, falling on their face uh, as well. But it was encouraging that, if you're a Denver fan, how Boston came back and forced a Game 7, at least. Yeah, and, and think about the two paths with how these two teams Both, got yes. here, right? Yes. With Miami going through those teams that they had to get through, and just like winning those playing games... And, you know, trailing at home in the game to actually get into the playoffs against the Bulls late in the fourth quarter. And then also the Nuggets. This is a great tweet from uh, Micah Adams, who is very good with numbers on the NBA. Their opponent seeds by a round. Timberwolves were an eight. Suns of four. Lakers are seven. The Heat are now an eight. Combined total of 27 would be by far the most by any NBA champion. Sure. The previous, quote, easiest path. The 1999 Spurs, when the combined seeds were 22. You can't even count that. It was the lockout year. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and that's when the Knicks got in there as an eight seed. So this is, yeah, this is historic, what they're facing here. This, you'll never see this again. This is not supposed to happen in the NBA. I would not think so. No. Right. Jamal Murray, I think we've we've kind of forgotten about what he was like just because out of sight, out of mind. I mean, they haven't played again in a week. Jamal Murray's three-point prop at DraftKings is three and a half, and the over is plus one ten. The guy, I mean, if if this was if they played Game Four against the Lakers like two nights ago, I think everybody would be saying three and a half. Of course, he's going to go over that number. 
because the guy couldn't miss. He was he was Caleb Martin, but better in the series against the Lakers. But he has the highest number on the entire board, and then everybody else is two and a half or below. I mean, this is where Caleb Martin's at right now. Two and a half threes over is plus 125. Yeah, Look at where the numbers changed. have changed with him. Sure. 47 combined points in the last two games of the Boston series. The uh, hero could come back in game three, um, although it seems unlikely when you talk to other insiders. But who's going to shine in the backcourt for Miami? And will this Vincent Martin thing continue? What do you get out of Duncan Robinson? Does Love play at all? What does Struess do? Does Love play at all? I don't know. That's yeah. a really good question. Yeah, Duncan Robinson to have five threes in a game is plus 450. He gets plenty of attempts, you would think. Uh, Hero could impact that as well. But again, you just as you said before the show, you get lost in the DraftKings menu with everything they have and all, everything that's available. Uh, with this series. Robinson over one and a half is minus 145. That was minus 155 in the previous game against the Celtics when he had all of those, well, that was actually game six, those open looks and he couldn't could knock them down. Yeah. Also, uh, Caldwell Pope is one and a half minus 145. So some of the others here at home, like a Caldwell Pope, like a Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown to hit one three, just to hit one, is minus 125. That's another guy who's had a great series against the Lakers. That's, I mean, how many? I, I can't stop this team. Joker, Murray, Gordon, Pope, Porter, Brown. I mean, too uh, many guys. Uh, of those players who really did not play well in the entire. Like Gordon did Early not have on, a right, great right. series. Defense was good, though. He had a phenomenal offensive game mm-hmm. late. It was that game four when he was awesome? But, but he can do that. He was good in Orlando. I mean, the guy can knock right. down shots. And he had that 20 point game. So uh, I, I think the turnaround might be a little tough for Miami, too. And you're right. Maybe I, I, you would think at some point they're going to run out of gas. But it hasn't happened. This is, I mean, all these games you played, and you're, cause you're, fighting, you're fighting for your life to get out of the, pl- the play-in uh, March and April. Because and, and, you didn't want to get in that, and you were trying to pass the Nets and get the six seed. They couldn't even do that. Yep. And then they lose to Atlanta and get, and get by Chicago. And I just I love the story of... The what if scenario of DeRozan's daughter doesn't have to go to school. Yeah. Hey, this is awesome because I'm just navigating the app right now or the website, DraftKings. They have under the tab called NBA Finals, they have a new one called Bang! Exclamation point. And this is the prop distance of the longest made shot in the NBA Finals, as listed on NBA.com. Wow. Over 47 and a half feet is 50 to 1. And that's the only one they have up as of right now. Mm-hmm. So will we get the court is 94 feet. Half court is exactly 47. So will we get a shot barely beyond half court that goes in in the entire series? <laughs> it's called, if you're searching for that, it's called bang. bang. Buzzer beater is 30 to 1. And that crazy kooky prop that that guy has, we showed the ticket earlier in the week. Will Joker hit a three-pointer? In the, in the entire series, as a quarter expires, 20 to 1. And if he hits that, it's a monster parlay. He had buzzer beater in the Boston series, 40 to 1, that already cashed. So he has the white. He already is. This is so, so he, great. He needs a joker buzzer beater at, at any game, any quarter in this series. And he the cashes that ticket. ticket. Right. Huh. Tough to hedge that one, Mitch. But uh, They also have the record breakers props up. Like you this mentioned this good. the other yeah, day. The Elgin Baylor. Elgin the, Baylor, 61 points is 60 to 1. How about will any player break Magic's single game finals assist record, which is 21? That's 100 to 1. Will any player have more than Robert Ory's single game steals record? He had seven steals in an NBA finals game. That's 75 to 1. Really? 
Or will any player break Stephen Curry's single-game finals three-point made wreck? He made nine threes in a finals game. Will anybody get 10 wow, is 80 no to way. 1? No way. What was the Elgin Baylor? 61 points. The price? 60 to 1. Really? It was yeah. 90 the other day. Oh, some. I mean, that's like wow. the, the buzzer beater prop was 40 or 45 that's to 1. Right, that's yeah. down to 30 to 1. And also right. another one, too, that we kicked around right away. Our, our reaction yesterday was... The Nuggets on the series spread minus one and a half games. That opened up minus 145, or maybe even a little bit below that. At last check, that was minus 160. So they're taking, and I'm not surprised by that. I'm, I'm, I thought people would be betting the Nuggets to win this thing in you know, either the sweep or five games, so that he would not win two overall. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying it's easy because it's LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Durant, but in terms of the seeding, you're never going to get an easier path. We could live till we're 90 years old. I mean, you just can't get an easier path than this. No, based on the seeds. Yeah, yeah no, no, right. that's not... Right. That Lakers team was not a seven seed. Right, right. The, think about this. I mean, the four seed they got in the Suns, it was Booker playing out of his mind and Durant. It shows how good Denver was that they still won that series because Booker was unconscious for three of the games. Yeah. We will go to the French Open next. Nigel Seeley on the program with some bets on today's card here on VSIN. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hermosi, Layla Hermosi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark 
more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Very important with Nigel because of the soccer and tennis. Check the leaderboard to see who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, 24-7 video access. Sign up now, only $9.99, vcin.com slash subscribe. The Genuine Article joins us now at Sealy underscore Nigel on Twitter. 4-0 yesterday. Follow him on Twitter uh, with the picks and Bet Rivers podcast as well. Appreciate the time. Uh, how about the huge upset yesterday with Medvedev going down? How that opens up the bracket now? Yeah, hello, guys. How you doing? Yeah, Medvedev, the number two seed, got beat yesterday by the Brazilian qualifier. Uh, it was a wild result for Wild. Uh, the thing is here, right, I, I think Medvedev was... Um, Medvedev coming with some great form winning the uh, the tournament in Rome. Um, but, his, but his record on clay here at Roland Garros is not very good. So I think the market got re- a little bit excited about Medvedev. The conditions here, I'm actually in Paris now. The conditions in Paris, it's very, very hot, but the courts are very, very slow. If you look at the data from the tournaments in Madrid and Rome, this is a lot slower. Uh, they've slowed it down. So this is really traditional clay quarters will do well. Medvedev isn't a traditional clay quarter. The reason he did so well was because the courts where he, where he won the tournaments were playing a lot faster. So it was a shock. Don't get me wrong, it was a shock. But Medvedev is, was never considered a contender to win this tournament by me. Never at all. Uh, Yannick wow. sitting in that bottom half, it's opened up for him. He was my pick. But uh, yes, it was the shock of the tournament so far. Yes, they got, Wilder didn't, wasn't expected to win. But um, as far as Medvedev's title ambition to say, he was always a fade for me. And I'm not saying that after the, the event. I, I never like these chances. I like Sinner in the bottom half. Okay. Anything, uh, can he stay hot here? Or anything that jumps out on the card today with the matches? Well, there's a couple of games here. I've just watched the American number one, uh, Jessica Pegula, progress through to the last 32. She was very lucky. She won the first set, and her opponent, Camilla Georgie, retired injured. So Jessica Pegula, the American number one, keeps the American flag uh, going on to the third round. Uh, there's a couple of matches approaching. One match that really interests me is a game between Diego Schwartzman, the Argentinian, up against Nuno Borja, Borges, the uh, the Portuguese player. Uh, Borges is a real, real good player on clay. Diego Schwartzman has had a terrible, terrible, terrible last 18 months. Uh, this year on clay, clay is his best surface. He's He, he ended a six-match unbe- uh, losing run in the first round when he trailed two sets to love against an opponent, Zabata Morales. And Zabata and Morales completely capitulated and uh, Schwartzman took advantage of it. But I think the market has gone overboard on Schwartzman. Schwartzman is a quarter-finalist here before at Roland Garros. He's, did, he's done very well, and it's because of his name that he's favourite for this match. They played each other this year. Borges beat Diego Schwartzman, uh, and he's an underdog. I don't understand why he's a plus-120 underdog. I think the market thinks that because he played a five-set match against John Isner in the last round, this Portuguese star will be exhausted. But John Isner's the fastest server in the world, or still one of the fastest servers in the world. And the points would be very short. So it's not like he's been involved in long, long games where his body would be tired. The shorts were very quick, 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 15 love, 30 love, 40 love. So I, I think he'd be quite refreshed. And I think that uh, mm-hmm. Schwartzman's a fade today. On the women's draw, there's a game I really like. Leila Fernandez, the Canadian, 
She got to the final of the US Open a couple of years back, where she got beaten by Emma Raducanu. She's up against a girl called Clara Towson. Now, this Danish girl is a player that I have been following for about three or four years. I think she could win a major. Uh, it was all looking good until about two years ago when she got injured. And she hasn't been the same for 18 months. But I've watched her come through qualifying. And she won the first round here. And Towson is ranked 118 in the world. But on her day, she's a top 20 player. Uh, I think she beats Leila Fernandez. Uh, the conditions will, sort the, will suit the Dane. I think the reason why she is the, is the odd she is, which is about minus 110, is because she's had a, a few years or 18 months or so out with injury. But she's looking fit. She's looking good. And I think on Fernandez's least favorite surface, I think Clara Towson at around about minus 110 will beat Leila Fernandez, the former US Open finalist. So there's a couple of picks there today. I'm very strong on Borges to beat Diego Schwartzman, and I really like Towson. Barring injury, I think she'll beat Leila Fernandez today. Okay, so, so to clarify here, Clara Towson, T-A-U-S-O-N, she's around minus yep. 110, you said, against Fernandez yep. on the women's side. And on the men's side, Nuno Borges is his name. Yep. And what, what was the price on that, Nigel? He's about about one plus 120. The money's come for Diego Schwartzman, the Argentinian. And I think that only reason the money's come for him, Mitch, is because he's an established name. Yeah. But when you break that, when you break down his last seven match data, he's really poor. And he, he was two sets of love down in the first round here. And he should have gone out. Uh, but his opponent completely folded. Uh, I don't know if he was injured or he mentally just went. But he was lucky to, lucky to get through the first round. And that win was ended a six-match unbeaten run. Uh, so Schwartzman is definitely a fade here. Uh, Bourget, I think, will win at plus 120. Do you have an opinion on the Europa League final today, Sevilla and Roma? Well, to be fair to you, uh, Paulie, I mean, I've, I, the, the footballs, the soccer, as soon as the uh, the final whistle went for the Premier League, I would put my feet up and took my football boots off and brought my tennis racket out. The soccer <laughs> season the soccer, the soccer, season was over for me. But they keep coming. The games keep coming. I'm trying to be rested and watch the tennis. But uh uh, I, I, I haven't really looked at a match, but these two sides obviously have got such uh, history in this competition. Seville seem to win it every single time they compete in it. And Roma are obviously the defending champion, champions. I think what we've done in the last few weeks, we've been making it pay in these important matches to go on the under two and a half goals. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see the, uh, Jose Mourinho in a, in a European final. He's going to keep it very, very tight. Um, I think, you know, if we, if we look at what we've seen in the playoff finals and the, how important these matches are, and this is an important match because the winner here gets a place in the Champions League. This is going to be tight. So uh, under two and a half definitely is a play. But you're not going to get rich. going to be very high odds. Probably throw in the under one and a half. And, and, the, and the trend at the moment seems to be PKs. So um, maybe right. have a small bit on, on, on a PK in the match. Right, the nil-nil detector went away for the Premier League. I didn't pack it. I didn't pack it on the, um, on the, on the trip to Paris. But, uh, you know, you, you know, you've got your find an iPhone app on your phone. I've got to find the nil nil detector app on my phone. And it's bleeping quite a lot in London at the moment for tonight. Be severe. Be, uh, be Roma. All right. That's but good, I think to be tight. good to hear. Good to hear. I know you're with the missus. Uh, how's the food? It's expensive. I took her up the Eiffel Tower last night and we went there for meal as well. But anyway, that's enough about that. Let's have a great. <laughs> uh, but it's a great night. It's very expensive. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just queuing up to get some Moe and Chandon champagne. So, uh, and she's looking at me as if to say, my champagne is getting warm. I love to speak to you, Paulie, but the missus is calling. You so got it. Have All a right, good mate. day. All right. Thanks a lot, Nigel. Good, great job. Talk to you Friday. There it is. Uh, champagne gives me a headache. Can't do it. Can't drink it. No, can't no, do it. No, thank you. Uh, so Medvedev goes out in the first round, the two seed, shocking. And then you had a huge upset. Well, not an upset, but uh, in play, rather, 
the Baez kid was up 4 nothing in the last set and blew it? Yep. He lost 7-5. Montfils was like 30-1 to in play. Uh, you could have told me any price. I mean, it's 4. It's, uh, Baez couldn't win on a serve the rest of the match. That's why, I mean, in play betting outside, like on, across the world on tennis, from what I understand, is absolutely massive for all these tournaments with the in-play stuff. People love it. They, can, they can't get enough of it. So this is a monster in the betting world. And there you go with a couple of picks. And uh, Nigel's picks have been really, really rock solid so far. So like you said, Paulie, hopefully wow. we'll bring him back on. But he's running around. He did He did bring his better half. They, they were there. He was tweeting out photos from the Eiffel Tower. So he's trying to like, you know, do this, bet, come on here, do his other stuff, but also try to have enough time for uh, Paula as well. Wow. How, would, how would you do with the misses over in uh, Paris? I wouldn't go. I got the Eiffel Tower here. I'm okay. I've been to the Eiffel Tower here. We got the Vegas, picture it, up it top. It qualifies, yeah. yeah. Sure. Good yeah. enough for you. Yeah, you have lunch or dinner overlooking the Bellagio Fountains. Yes. Yeah. Good staff. I was thinking there. about that yesterday because you pointed out that for you, you're okay. There's nothing wrong with filling up on the chips or the bread before dinner. Yeah. And I thought, you also said at the same time, like, you'd be good in the mob, like as an errand boy, right? Yeah. How would that look when Paulie sits down at dinner for the first time with the other... <laughs> fellas in the in the mafia and uh no guys i'm good i'm gonna take my stay i'm gonna take the pasta to go tonight yeah i'm sure. felt a full i'm good on bread yeah they would look at you you would last two hours and 45 minutes i take i fill up tupperware with the meatballs and the sausage sure you would yeah that, that would go that over would be, very well that'd be frowned upon i would think yeah i'll tell you i Wouldn't can't go over well I, I don't know maybe i would get used to that uh, when we went to Italy in 2018, the amount of food they send at you, I mean, like the... the if you're the, Italian, you don't stand a chance. Well, How are you supposed to be in shape if you're Italian? Okay, you got carbs you, coming at you, you left you, you and walk, right. You walk every day of your life 27 miles. Do with that. But they, they send out all the bread, they send out all the salad, then here you go, here's the beginner, here's a 12-ounce ribeye, and then you're done with that. Oh, wait, wait, no, here comes a gigantic plate of pasta. And they look at you when you say, I, I'm full, they look at you like, What? You can't eat all your food? You got dessert coming. And then a huge cappuccino yeah, at the end. Get him. It's like Bill Burr's life. I'm a dumb American. You know, what do you want me to do? Yeah. It's like the great Bill Burr. You, you invent math and strippers. You don't think this is going to go off the rails at some point? I mean, give me a chance. I mean, I mean if you're Italian, it's just like, okay, bread, pasta, here we go. Yeah. Dessert, cannoli. Non-stop. Yeah. It's a conveyor belt. Yeah. All right. Up next, we will recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some, and the best and worst ROI in Major League Baseball with one day left in the month of June. Two teams are hitting around 67% on the season. We'll tell you who they are. Coming up next on Follow the Money, it's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Follow the Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on Visa. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This sports book, they've been doing this every single month so far this season of Major League Baseball. A prop up on which team will have the most wins in a certain month. Uh, had the Rays at 14 to 1 that cash in April. I have the, the Astros at 7 to 1 this month. They're going to fall a win or two shy. We will talk about that prop with those numbers coming up in about 15 minutes and we start the hour with more major league baseball here as v sports betting analyst josh applebaum 
joins the program now. His two podcasts are called Morning Bets and Market Insights. Good morning, Josh. Thanks for the time today. Let's begin with the game in your neck of the woods where the Red Sox and Reds really, they played a banger last night where the Red Sox were dead and buried, came back, made it a game, almost one flew over the total of 9-8. to eight. Today we're getting Paxson. He's taking on Luke Weaver and the Reds. Uh, what is your analysis here on this game between these two pitchers? Yeah, Mitch and Paulie, good morning. It's great to be with you. So I think you can attack this game a couple of angles. Number one, if you're looking for a big, juicy dog that may not win but has pretty good value, I like the Cincinnati Reds in this game, guys. There's kind of a gambler's fallacy uh, at play here where, again, you go up to the roulette table, it lands on red five times in a row. You think it's got to be black. You know, Maybe it, it may not be. It might be red again. So the angle here is everyone's on the Boston Red Sox, You know, kind of the name recognition, but they've been streaky here. They're only two games above 500. The Reds, meanwhile, we think they're terrible, but they're pretty competitive. They're 20 25 and 29 on the year. They've won four straight games. You mentioned it, Mitch. They win last night, nine to eight, going way over that total. Uh, they're a big dog in that one. Uh, they're plus 140 yesterday. But the one for today, pretty good line move here to Cincinnati. You're getting 70% of bets on the Red Sox, saying they got to bounce back and win today against an inferior opponent. However, Red Sox open as high as minus 200, minus 190. Red Sox are all the way down to minus 165. So this line is really plummeted. Really tells me that early respected money grabbed a big plus money payout here on the Cincinnati Reds. One good system match here, a road dog with a line move in their favor. Very simple. It's kind of the ultimate contrarian angle. Public loves home teams and favorites. So if you can get a road dog and you're getting action in their direction, they're 65 and 58 this year, 53%. But because of the plus money payouts, you're actually up 27 units with about a 20% ROI. So maybe a flyer on the Reds today. But what I really like in this game, guys, is the over. I can tell you, being in Boston here, the weather's getting much better. It's feeling like summer. It's going to be about 75 degrees here tonight at Fenway Park. The wind is blowing out automatically when I'm liking an over, I want it to be hot. I want wind blowing out. Fenway is one of the mm. best hitting ballparks uh, just in general here, guys. Both pitchers, Weaver and Paxton, have ERAs above five. Both teams are pretty good hitting teams, hitting about 260. But the angle here, guys, two really good over teams. Since he is 31-23 and 23 to the over, they're 7-1 to the over their last eight. Red Sox, 32-20 and 20 to the over. They're 9-2 and two to the over their last 11 at home. And Fenway Park is your number one over stadium this year. Nine, uh, 19-7, 73%. Both bullpens are really taxed here. Now, you're not getting the best of the number anymore. It opened nine and a half. You're up to 10, but you still might beat the closing line here because all these 10s are over 10, minus 115, minus 120, may get to 10 and a half. I jumped on the over 10 for uh, morning bets this morning. So I'll lean with the Reds on a flyer here with a little bit of line movement, but I like a high scoring game again tonight. Give me the over 10 at Fenway. You say, yo, Central's a joke. Twins get beat again. Astros took money. Astros are hot. Brown's been solid. Uh, he gets the start today. What do you think of the Astros uh, at home against the Twinkies? So you said something important there, Paulie. Late move there. And again, teachable moment. I like late moves when I'm looking at a game here. You actually saw yesterday that uh, most of the day, Houston Astros were getting plus money. They flipped dog to favorite very late. Yeah. So again, pay attention to late movement. They were able to cash last night. But I like him to win this rubber match here today, Paulie. Uh, I think there's an advantage with Hunter Brown. This kid's getting, been pitching really well here recently. He's had two straight really good starts. He's 5-1 and one with a 3.12 ERA on the season. Louis Varlin's been pretty decent for Minnesota. 2-1 and one with a 4.24 ERA. But I'll just chalk this up to a really sharp line move. You had Houston open, you know, as low as a minus 155, minus 160 home favorite. They're now up to minus 180. In that situation, when you see a non-division home favorite off a win, getting steam 10 cents or more, this situation for the Houston Astros, those teams are 77 and 40, 66% this year with a 5% ROI. Uh, also, keep an eye on the total in this one, guys. A little bit of line uh, movement to the under. It opened eight and a half. It's been juiced up pretty good, falling down to eight. Uh, and you have seen, uh, shout out to our buddy Steve 
Mackinnon. Highly recommend going to VEASAN.com. He has a bullpen rating system, which mm-hmm. I've started to incorporate a little bit into my caps here, guys. Pay attention to pens. They're really important. Houston is one of your best bullpens. Altuve's back. I think it's a good spot to back Houston. Hunter Brown. I got the Astros here at around minus 180. Yeah. Side note, I would actually be shopping around looking for prices for teams to win the American League Central. I grabbed the White Sox a couple of weeks back at 30 to 1. This is bad. Under uh, 500 can win it. Oh, and and other people have said take a peek at the Tigers. They actually might be pretty yeah. decent and they're two games back and they're at a big number right now. Uh third game today, Josh. We're talking to Josh Alpabaum here on Follow the Money It's Beast and the Sports Betting Network. Uh, I was looking at, this goes back to last night when I'm checking out today's card and the, and the probable pitchers. I'm looking at Aaron Nola's numbers career-wise, and he's like, he's not as bad as two other guys I'm going to talk about later on in the show, like Blake Snell and Alec Manoa. But when you look at some of his underlying numbers, they're the worst of his career this year with Aaron Nola and the Phillies. And they need this guy to be rock solid because like beyond him and Wheeler, oof, boy, not much to really like. <laughs> in that rotation. So they're getting Carrasco in the Mets today. Who do you like? I'll take plus money with the Mets here, Mitch. And you mentioned something really important here. Adam Burke, our colleague, does a great job looking at a lot of these high-level analytics. And you're totally right. Nola, really, his numbers aren't that bad. Four and three, four point five nine ERA. But again, this guy, you know, was a 15-game winner, ERA below three if you go back a few years ago. Yeah. So he's kind of regressed here, Mitch. And I want to bet against him. On the road, he's got an ERA of five. At home, he's 3.86. So he's been uh, worse on the road, which he is in the spot here today. And also Carrasco. You know, you look at his, his stats. He's just one and two, six point five. Uh, 7.5 ERA, but he's actually pitched a little bit, little bit better here in the month of May. In his last two starts, he has an ERA of around four and a half. They've won both of those games, and this is kind of a, you know, a bit of a pro and Joe play here. You're only getting around 62, 63 percent of bets on the Mets, but they're taking in almost 75 percent of the money, and that lines up with what we've seen across the board with this line move to the Mets. Remember, they won last night two nothing, uh, had a decent move in their favor. Same thing here tonight. Publix is saying, you know, hey, maybe Mets are maybe getting a little bit hot here, but also respected money saying we can get plus money on. New York at home, you might as well grab it. The Mets opened, you know, this was an opener here, Philly like minus 130. Now Philly's down to minus 120. You've seen the Mets go plus 115 to around plus 105. A couple angles here. One of my best angles and favorite angles in baseball, divisional dogs with high totals and line moves in their favor. So in the division, you tend to see dogs bark louder. You see this like in the NFL where divisional dogs go ATS pretty well because you know your opponent really levels the playing field. Well, same thing in baseball. Uh, if you're a divisional team, if you have a high total, this one is uh, eight, was been juiced up really eight and a half over minus 120. More expected run scored. Leading to more variance and upset opportunities. Uh, but in particular, if you look at May home dogs, guys, last month of May, but they've gone really, they're really good this year. They're 81 and 73 in the month of May. If you're a home dog, 53%, but you're up 25 units. So uh, I'm going to go back to all the Mets here today. I think you're in a good spot to bet against your guy, uh, Nola here, Mitch. I'll yeah. take the Mets if you can still find around a plus 102, plus 105. I'm going to shop around uh, during the commercial break. Again, you can get Josh's podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. One is called Market Insights. And the other is morning bets. Josh, thanks so much for the time today. Best of luck. You too, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep, you bet. To expand a little bit more here on Aaron uh, Nola's career numbers, his lowest Ks per nine of his career, highest walks per nine since 2020, most home runs per nine allowed in his career, up more than a half from last year. By the way, his lowest BAB up since 2018, which means batting average of balls in play. So he's actually getting a little bit lucky. With, the, with that, the ERA is up one and a half runs compared to 2022. The FIP is up almost two runs from last year. Oof. And the highest barrel percentage allowed to date in his career. Not great numbers here for Aaron Nola. And at some point, you would think the National League 
team that repped, uh, that made made the World Series last year, they're going to turn it around. I, I, I don't, I don't know when it's coming. I, I was looking at that team for most wins in June. Yeah, because their schedule. I think they catch a couple of breaks. Uh, I, I don't. I, don't, I can't really trust them. I right, same thing with the Padres. Maybe it doesn't happen this year. Milwaukee, two games over five hundred in first place. Minnesota, twenty-eight and twenty-seven in first place. Texas wins again, thirty-five and nineteen. Arizona wins again, thirty-two and twenty-three. You see this on Gallon, as he was sensational again last night. Spoiler alert, people out there. Last twelve appearances at home, ten and one record. 0.68 ERA, 0.68 WHIP. Oh, wow! First pitcher to have ten plus wins with an ERA and WHIP under 0.70 over a span of twelve home appearances. Are you sitting down? Yeah. Since Walter Johnson. Oh, you're kidding. Nineteen seventeen. What? ESPN uh, op stats, op op the stats. Yeah. Ten and one record with those numbers. Last twelve appearances at home. Come on. He's also Come got on. the most scoreless. The, the most starts this year with at least six scoreless innings under his belt so far in the season. Guy's been awesome. Can do it. They, you, uh, you questioned me yesterday it. when I said maybe the year the Diamondbacks are for real this year. Well, like, yeah. And by, by for uh, real, to, to I the point, yeah, team. right. And that's the other thing about the Padres. They're behind the Giants, who appear to be okay. So are, are the Padres even going to catch Arizona when it's all said and done? Where are they to DraftKings? I wrote it down. They're a dollar five to make the playoffs. San Diego is a dollar thirty-five. Mm. All right, great story. Well, you would expect at some point here for the Padres to to warm up at least a little bit and get in the mix again. I think they have probably hit rock bottom on the year. But if we're going to throw out like this Philly staff and who do you really trust? Like again, who who's that every fifth day guy for the Padres? And you're like, yep. Today's the day they're going to go out and yep. stop the bleeding. Yep. They, they don't have that guy. Well, and the Mets shouldn't be around 500 either. I would agree. Verlander, Scherzer, Senga, great again last night. Polar Bear leads in home runs. I mean, they have to be better. Yeah, when you look at the numbers there, Lindor yeah. and um, Marte, stink bomb so far for two months. They must turn it around. They have to. I mean, when you look at their numbers compared to recent years, they, they those two guys are at rock bottom right now. And if they can't flip it over the final four months of the regular season, then good luck. Because they're, they're supposed to be key cogs in that offense. So we'll continue talking Major League Baseball up next. And maybe you can find a division to make a bet on when we talk about teams that you can expect to make a run in the month of June. And a very creative prop coming up here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Business. It's all the things that keep this world turning. And behind every one of these companies is a partner helping to keep it all moving. It's why the local flower shop and your favorite pizza joint, the startup and the stadium, hospitals and hotels, banks and restaurants nationwide, all choose the advanced network, cybersecurity solutions, and round-the-clock trusted partnership from Comcast Business, the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Call or visit ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. We will start this hour off by bringing in our good buddy, Indy Jeff Seeley. He is at Cutmaker Jeff. On Twitter, you can check out the website, cutmakerpod.com as well, for all of his uh, latest plays and his podcasts as well. Well, standing ovation for you, pal. I would actually give you one if I was not sitting in a chair right now. Uh, But here you go. Here's the clap, the golf clap for you. Back-to-back weeks. You had BK at the PGA Championship a couple of weeks back, and then you nailed it with Griot over the weekend. Man, he was triple digits at most spots. I think Is that your biggest hit that you've had since you've been coming on with us? Oh, for sure. And I, guys, I've been coming on here for this is like five years now, and that's the biggest hit we've had. Yeah, that was that was a big one. And it, and obviously it was a little sweaty there uh, down the stretch. And and this was this is just kind of vintage Grio. Like he never makes it easy. That's why he's so tough to bet outright. But I mean, the, the form was there, the putting was there, and, and it was a lot to like. And so, um, yeah, no, I'm glad it worked out. And. We got another bomb this weekend that I would not be shocked if it won. So I'm excited to talk about it. We'll get into that. Because if this bomb has a lead on 18, I don't want a celebratory text from you saying, guys, we did it again. (laughs) No kidding. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Act like you've been there before. Come on. (laughs) Knock that off. All right. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's go for the three, Pete. Tell us about the course. Guys, yeah. So this is obviously we're we're at Muirfield Country Club this week, and this is one of the most – Kind of, uh, I don't know, iconic courses on tour. The tournament's the Memorial. It's in Columbus, Ohio. Um, they've, they've made some changes here over the last couple of years, lengthened the course a little bit. It's a little over 7,500 yard, par 72. Um, there's water comes into play in 11 holes. You've got thick rough, small greens. I expect a low scoring event, you know, somewhere in the, in the maybe 9, 10 to 12 range. So you, you shoot three under here and, and around, that's a really good round. Even honestly, you're even or one over, you're going to be fine. So this this is one of those weeks, kind of like we saw it at the the PGA Championship, just keeping yourself in it and hanging around. How about the core place? Let's start there. Yeah, guys. So I played uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who you can find at twenty five to one, pretty much everywhere. Um, with so many low price guys on the board, I get we. I think we got a good price on Hatton here. Obviously, Shuffler and and Rom Cantlay are, are the the three favorites and. 
Um, you know, I certainly couldn't fault someone for betting those. I'm just not going to bet them at those prices. Um, and so when I look at Hatton, I, I look at this, and first thing that jumps out is his form. In the last year, he has five top 20, two more top 10s, and four more top fives in 19 events. So 58% of events, he's finished in the top 20, and only has only got had one missed cut, so the form is definitely there. He's gained an average of eight strokes tee to green. Eight strokes tee to green in his last three events, and he's gained an average of two strokes putting in those events. So the tee to green there, the putting's there. He won the Arnold Palmer in 2020, which is a lengthy par 72 event, similar in distance to this. So that was a tough test where the winning score was minus four. So we know that Hatton can win a tough par 72 golf tournament. Form is there. Lots to like about Hatton. I also played him top 20, minus 120 at, at Bet MGM. Um, so, yeah, I like, I like Hatton's DFS at DraftKings this week, too. Um, I played Matt Fitzpatrick at 40-1. to 1. Um, If you look at the last 18 months for Fitzpatrick, he's played 29 events, four top 20s, seven top 10s, four top fives, and two wins. The U.S. Open and then the RBC Heritage just a few weeks ago after the Masters. Another guy with a 58% top 20 weight. Well, Fitzpatrick represents more volatility in Manhattan, just three missed cuts in his last six events. I think he offers more upside. Fitzpatrick's played very well tee to green here, but he has one really weird stat, guys. He has his two career worst putting rounds here at the Memorial to go with his second best career putting tournament. I'm sorry, I mean tournament, not wow. tournament. So it's just really weird. He has two times. He lost nine strokes one year and eight strokes one year putting here. And then he gained eight strokes one year putting here. Uh-huh. So it speaks really to the volatility of these greens, right? These are going to be super fast, very undulating greens. I can't play. Um, it's Yeah, so it's just it's, it's going to be really interesting. As long as the putting is just a little positive, I like Fitzpatrick a lot. Because, man, his tee to green game here has been overwhelmingly good. Um, so I played him uh, at forty to one. Also played him top twenty. Uh, I do like to play on uh-huh. sites. Guys pay full. Um, and then last one I played, guys Jordan Spieth. Played him last week. I'm going back to the well, and I expect a top twenty out of him at worst. All right. He has he has top tens in five of his last ten events. Had a similar run last year, leading up to Eastern Memorial. Um, they were getting a great price on Spieth to, to break through this week. He's worth a shot at forty to one. Very good. It's a great field. Uh, a lot of value. You sold me on Fitzpatrick, no doubt. Trying to go for his third straight winner. Indy Jeff Seeley, Cutmaker Pod. Check out the podcast and get the Telegram channel. Get all the plays when they're posted. You are stubborn, though. you you got to get off this Adam Scott. I mean, what do you see here with Scott? I, I, I am stubborn. I have been on him a lot, and I'm going to continue to ride this horse in, until uh, he kicks me off. I mean, we've been on him a lot, and I mean, Paul, he's made 18 straight cuts. That's really good. He has two top 20s, a top 10, and three top fives in that stretch. 33% top 20 rate. He's played well here recently, finishing 16th in 2021. And, Paul, he took second here in 2019. So, while I'm playing Scott outright at 55-1, to which is widely available, I'm also playing safe with him this week, playing a top 40 at DraftKings at minus 175. Really, he just makes the cut his 19th straight time. I think we cash that ticket. I think that's a fair price. Not a great value, but I think a fair price and, and certainly one I'm going to make on Adam Scott this week. Yeah. Do you get frustrated watching him, though? I mean, you have to, right? Yes. Oh, it's, it's, 
absolutely. I mean, I, I, trust me, I try not to watch him when I have a bet on him. I mean, but he's <laughs> yeah. on. You, you have to. There you go. But, but I mean, that, Adam Scott will go minus six one round and then four over the next round. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, and, and the, the thing is, guys, with him, it used to just be putting. And his putting has been, like, good, like, like even last tournament. He didn't even lose one whole stroke putting. It, it's just random stuff now. So, I mean, if there's any, ever a guy who can shoot himself in the foot, it's Adam Scott. But he, the, the talent is there, and if he could just put it together for four rounds, he can win any golf tournament. I mean, he's, he's won the Masters, for goodness sake. You know the guy can win. Mm-hmm. He's got a bunch of career PGA Tour wins. It's just, just not killing himself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some pizza money on this last guy here. This guy's wicked off the tee. How about tell, tell, us, tell us what the price is and what you're doing with Cam Davis? Yeah, guys, I played uh, Cam Davis. I found him at 125 to one, and I was talking about this with Brian Kirsch in my pod last night. Or Brian brought this up. The the price on last week on Cam Davis opened at like 65 to one or something, and he closed at like 25 to one. Have you ever seen an outright close drop 40 points in a golf tournament in? On a non-meeting, I've never seen that. I mean, he was the most seen guy on the board last week, and he blew up, he blew everybody up. So I look here as a really good bounce back spot for a very talented player. He missed the cut last week, and we get a very good price on a guy with three top tens in his last six events, and two of those top tens were the players in the PGA Championship. Very very tough test. Cam Davis always gains off the tee, and we'll see him gain more this week. He drives the ball great. He drives it accurately. He's a very good wedge player. He's key to green. Everything is good. His around the green game is good. His putting's been spotty. And that's why, guys, I think he's 125 to 1. If his putting was any good, he'd be in the 30s or 40s. But we're getting 125 to 1. A bet I made that I think is very interesting. I played Cam Davis plus 700 top 10. I think that's a great price for a guy with three top 10s in his last six events to a very tough track. If you three-peat, Jeff, uh, we're absolutely going to have to do a Circa Cabana at some point this this summer. Have to do it. Done. 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 We'll, 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 do, we'll do it for the U.S. Open. Oh, p- beautiful. And a chicken pot pie at Triple George. There we go. There okay. we go. The swimming pool. You can get lost in it. Great job. Keep it going. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> all right, Bill. Talk to you next week. Thanks, pal. Easy with the text. Uh, all right. This is good. Good, good field. Good golf tournament. And U.S. Open U.S. Open right around the corner, too. Can't wait. Good yeah, run for a, golf. What is that, three weeks away? Yeah. With the U.S. Open? The, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Memorial is generally like this, but I mean, it is absolute. I mean, we're talking about the best of the best here, other right. than the people who play in the live. And then right after All-Star break, you got uh, Open Championship, open championship after as well. So, yep. Yeah, there you go. With See the if best. you can do it again. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I will, coming up in about 35 minutes, I'll, um, I'll expand on this with any Jeff giving out his bets on something that I've been out in Las Vegas since 2001, same as you, Paulie. This never, ever happened to me. I can't recall one instance where it happened. But since sports betting went legal five years ago, and, uh, you know, social media getting, is it more popular now? I don't even know. But with, like, Twitter, I, it happens all the time now. All the time, I don't understand it, and I don't get the fascination with it. And I'll tie that in with Indy Jeff giving out his bets and uh, what we do for a living here. Amazing. Been out here for 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. I've known a lot of people in sports betting. Betters, bookmakers. Don't recall it happening one time here in Las Vegas. 
He's on a he's on a hot run. Yeah, he is. He had to keep this going, and a, uh, he's been great since the uh, shutdown. This was he a, came back giving out winners. I got great feedback from Andrew, who is in the New Jersey, New York area. My apologies, I don't remember which state, Andrew, but he said he told me during the uh, the run by Griot coming back on Sunday. He goes, if any Jeff pulls this one out, watch out. We could be talking about a Steph Curry heat check from half court, right? If he three-peats, I mean, it's it's difficult to win. It, do you know how tough it is to win back-to-back weeks without rights in the PGA? That's why you got to mix it up and do matchups in top 10s, 20s, 30s, whatever. You There's read, three in a row. Come you got to read Wes Reynolds, though, too. Oh, Wes is amazing here. He's, done, he's done it uh, two different tournaments, same, same, same week. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Wes is phenomenal here yes. on Beeson. We'll recap the betting action from last night and win some, lose some. Some of these bets that came in in the French Open, specifically with the in-play. Huge numbers. Paulie with the details next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, Yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.